it to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Gemma Nice, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today and I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode. From Easy Yoga, all things yoga, well-being, and relationships. And today I have a very special guest with me. Her name is Amy Dean. And Amy is a clinically certified trauma and trauma therapist, ascension coach, and writer. And she brings together an integrative approach using depth psychology and spiritually transformative tools to break through the past that keeps you stuck today. She's been to the darkness and knows how possible and how important it is to discover your own inner light. So welcome. Amy, thank you for being here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. And thank you for that lovely introduction. And yes, <laughs> that's I'm just thrilled. Yes, thank oh, you. That's all right. Yeah, it's really nice to have you on. So whereabouts are you in the world? I am in San Diego as of right now. And I travel very frequently in my RV with my husband and our three fur babies around the United States. Wow. And so Yes, I'm just a huge nature enthusiast at heart, and I love hiking, biking, being out in nature, kayaking, you name it. It's just the number one thing. So Nice. Oh, it sounds amazing. Really, really good. And you're like, you're free as well. You can just go off and do whatever you want. <laughs> yes. So yes, what was so your, nice. What's your story? What, what happened for you to come to where you are now? Yes. So really, I would say it began, you know, very young for me. I have always been an empath. So I am a highly sensitive person. And I typically tend to feel a lot of emotions, a lot of energy. And so for me, I am an empath. So I've really struggled with the you know, discerning my own emotions versus another's and really understanding how to tap into my true self due to all of these different heightened emotions and, you know, trying to sort through who I am in all of that. Yeah. So that's been a challenge for sure. But I would say that as I've gotten older and as I've spent a lot more time getting to know who I really am, you know, from the perspective from my higher self, I've learned that, you know, there's a lot of healing that needed to be done within yeah. myself. I, yeah. I had to work through you know, getting to understand these subpersonalities within. And these subpersonalities are just these different parts of me and everybody that are, you know, for example, the inner critic, the perfectionist, yep. the, <laughs> all the different parts of us that, you know, just consume us on a daily basis. And yeah. I started learning there's these voices in my own head, just like everyone's that are not really connective to who I am. And they were also, you know, something that I was curious about. I wanted yeah. to know, yeah, what is this? What is this all about? And how do I understand it better? 
And it really led me more and more deeply into the counseling field, into the coaching field, and of course, healing my own trauma and understanding, you know, where my subpersonalities are coming from and how they're really very powerfully connected to protection yes. and helping me stay safe. Yes. yes in a very good way. And yet also can be a harmful thing. Right? Yeah, it can be. <laughs> <you're>... <laughs> exactly. When you're just too self-critical. And so I just discovered through my own journey of healing that I just didn't want to get stuck in those thoughts anymore. I didn't want to get stuck in, you know, this idea that I was these parts of me, but I also wanted to find peace with these parts of me. And so that led me to, of course, move into more of a certified, you know, clinical trauma role with my yeah. clients in therapy practice. And also, you know, I do ascension coaching with, with clients who want to awaken spiritually and they're struggling yeah. with these yeah, self-critical voices and the perfectionism. And they're ready to deepen, you know, their their understanding of their true self. Yeah, that's amazing because actually I've only just kind of in the last couple of years got into more spiritual stuff. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's incredible, like just learning or using your intuition for everyday life and, and in your business and what you want to eat during the day and when you want to eat. And I don't know, just, yeah, it's incredible. And then using using your guides and spirits and whatever you want to call them they're they're just amazing they're here all the time it's incredible i love it <laughs> you're absolutely right i'm 100 on the same page and i know that this journey can be you know just different for everybody right starting it a few years ago it can look very different right as time goes on and yeah. it can deepen and yes yeah, so you can discover more of who you are in this process and it can be quite beautiful you know yeah. going forward yeah. Yes. Did you Absolutely. find that, so so you were healing, was there something that had triggered that? Is it like a childhood experience or had you just thought I need to heal because I feel yeah. it? Absolutely. Great question. So I grew up in a family where, well, very loved by both my parents and have two sisters and you know, had a really, had a really positive childhood in many ways. And yet with all of that, you know, my dad really struggled with alcoholism okay. and chronic pain and, you know, just so many addictions. And I just really struggled with being the responsible one, so to speak. I was yes. also the oldest yeah, <laughs> So had to be the responsible one and take care of everything. So I learned from a very young age that I need to take on too much, right? I thought, okay. well, I have to help everybody. I have to heal everyone. I need to make everything better. And I struggled a lot with anxiety. So I really yeah. struggled with anxiety and panic attacks and didn't really have the understanding as to what was going on. But I know that I was trying to assert a sense of control in my childhood okay. yeah. that I didn't Right. And so I was trying so hard to understand it and I was trying so hard to heal from it. Yeah. And in trying, you know, I was actually resisting the emotions I was feeling and the anxiety was worsening. Yeah. And yeah, it was really eye opening for me. So that's where it really began. And, you know, quite honestly, as time went on, because you know, my dad and I actually were super, super close, we had such an incredible relationship, you know, as I got yeah. older. And of course, you know, as time went on, but then he passed away about five years ago. Oh, wow. And that, yes. And that was, you know, that next level experience for me and the kind of healing I needed to do was more deep, you know, more deeply healing yeah. 
heart, you know, around that. And so that wasn't, I would say the next level for my spiritual awakening, you know, to understand that that doesn't heal in, in one go. Sometimes, sometimes we have to, you know, continue to understand the layers of our psyche and of our body and, and just, you know, be gentle with ourselves yeah. through this process. And yeah. 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 Do you feel that he's with you now? Do you, do you feel like sometimes when you're stuck in something or you're asking for help, do you, do you mm-hmm. feel his presence with you? Because I do with my grandfather, I certainly feel that he's around and we were quite close as well and he died two years ago I think but whenever I need help and things like that I will always say can Mm -hmm. can someone help me or yeah and I just feel him I know that he's there around me oh beautiful beautiful absolutely I'm with you with you know with that as well I would say that just psychically you know just feeling so much from a very young age as well so when I grew up you know and and started understanding my gifts a bit better my intuitive and psychic gifts even better I discovered that I wasn't actually losing my dad you know I thought for a while of course we have to go through the grief process you know and grieving doesn't end you know it just changes form but for me I just discovered you know my dad is always with me 100% he's always here and I feel him you know consistently he'll just pop in you know out of nowhere and he'll just you know give me some life advice which was he just he just carried so much wisdom so you know I can always that even today and so yeah it's taken on a new form for me that connection yeah 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 Yeah. and and do you use meditation or journaling as well to kind of heal yourself or are you more, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like practical yeah. based. Great question. So I am a huge believer in meditation for every yes. person and love it. <laughs> my, exactly, my personal practice of meditation is daily and actually several times a day. So I tend to sit in the mornings for at least 20 minutes and then throughout the day, probably at least another few meditation sessions of at least yeah. five to 10 minutes if I if I can make the time. And usually I really strive to make the time because I know how important it is. Yes. And so, yes. yes. So that has been incredible in the trauma healing process for myself. Yeah. And Yes. And so I, of course, help my clients with that too and, and guide them to healing themselves through mindfulness practice and yeah. journaling. Oh my gosh. Yes. Journaling oh, I love is- journaling. <laughs> it's the best. It's wonderful for those difficult emotions too. You know, I always tell people, you know, if you're feeling rage or you're feeling any kind of emotion that we tend to have some shame around, right? Something yes. that we just don't feel so good about and your jealousy or whatever that may be, some kind of shame, then just let it all out on paper. You know, often we let it out on paper or if it's too much to hold and keep, then you can always burn the paper or rip it up or something too. Yeah. You don't have to keep it around to to read later, right? Just release it if you need to. And that's one way of journaling, but there's so many ways to journal. So that's a really good, really good thing that you brought up. Yeah. And do you, do you do sound healing? Do you like sound healing? I I do. That's really oh. cool. I love it. I've got a little sound bowl. Uh, me too. Have you? Me too, right next to me. Funny. <laughs> yes. I have the uh, heart chakra healing bowl. I have the heart chakra healing bowl and I use the sound healing bowls with my clients actually in our trauma healing sessions and soul ascension coaching sessions. Right. And essentially what we do 
is I help clients get in touch with their higher self. And then from there, they can heal these subpersonalities, right? And, right? and especially their inner child, which is at the root of all of it. So, yeah. and yeah, it just requires a gentle, compassionate approach. Yeah. And that's, yeah. And that's where I spend most of my time helping helping my clients to understand that they already are the love and the compassion and the joy that they're seeking. And that it's just a matter of kind of moving these dark clouds of emotions, right? And yeah. very emotions sometimes that are just covering the sky of who they are. Yeah. So, yeah. Because 1%. I think in, in like, oh, uh, not social, well, just, just how we've been brought up and, oh, um, yeah. I'm trying to think yeah just just to uh, be oh, I don't know I have to cut that out anyway but um yeah, okay. I can't yeah. what am I trying to say um like yeah like social pressures and things like that 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 we mm -hmm. have to be a certain person or we have mm -hmm. to yeah follow everybody else but we don't and we are different every person is different Yes, absolutely. You're right. Every person, there's a uniqueness to each person's healing path and healing plan. And that it's just a matter of really getting to know, right? Each client, for example, you know, in my practice, then we can, you know, develop this plan together. Yes. And yes, and make sure that they feel like they're getting exactly what they need. And that it really is never a cookie cutter experience, right? Because it can't be. We have to. Yeah. but we're not alone that's the important piece right we're not alone yes. on that journey yeah. yeah yeah and how do you align them with their higher self because I've only kind of just got into that in the last couple of years as well as in like living to your higher self and sometimes you're not always in your higher self um I find that especially when I'm due on my period I feel quite <laughs> tired yeah. and low and yeah you don't have to be in your higher self all of the time but it's good if you can be Yes. Oh, that's such a great point. Yes. And as women, right, we have so much to contend with when it comes to those things. And it's just not easy because hormones affect us, our diet affects us, sleep affects us. <laughs> yeah. and, right. And I know sometimes this, um, you know, a perfectionist part can show up and say, well, I just want to be in my higher self all the time and I want to feel great. But I think one way of looking at getting in touch with your higher self and, and really merging with your higher self, so to speak, is that we're not trying to aim for 100% feeling at peace or at joy or feeling, you know, this kind of almost like a, this, this idea that we have to be perfect in yes. our awakening, right? Yeah. But I think more important, you know, to, well, well, here's one example, you know, just right before, you know, the menstrual cycle, that's a great point. You know, yeah. there's a lot of emotions that come up. There's so many, you know, irritations and, you know, there can be a lot of sadness. And so these are different parts of, you know, of us that show yeah. up. Yeah. And yeah. And I would say that one way that we can tap into our higher self in these situations is to first allow whatever parts of us are present and to become curious and open-minded to allow them to be here instead of trying to change them. So yes. that's the first step, right? Is surrendering to whatever we're feeling in the moment because, you know, spiritual awakening isn't about not feeling. It's actually about feeling more and even more because we're allowing what is to be in the moment. Yeah. And by doing that, 
automatically connecting with your higher self. And you can become a very kind, gentle, almost like a, an observed awareness or a witnessing presence. Yes. Yeah. That's really interesting. For these different parts of you. Yes. And yeah. Uh, it's different. Yeah, it's different. There's more of like a spaciousness that happens within your mind, within your body, and you can deeply connect with these parts of you. Yeah. Now, not to say right, that you wouldn't, you know, 100% feel like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling so great. You know, I have cramps and all these other things. And I'm just <laughs> Right. Let's be honest. It's not easy. But what it comes down to is we are more, you know, more able to be at the seat of ourself, right? At the seat of consciousness. Okay. So that we can be more directive, you know, in the way we are experiencing our inner world and not necessarily trying to, you know, tell those parts of us go away, you know, not that at all, but it's more of, okay, here. And I'm going to love through this and I'm going to feel what I feel. And I'm going to nurture myself, you know, through yes. this difficult experience. And there you go. You're in your higher self. That's yeah. it. And do you find that that... I am so excited to tell you that I am an ambassador for an amazing yoga apparel brand called Veyamudra and it is a Swedish yoga brand that designs products for a healthy and active lifestyle and the company was actually founded in 2017 and I came on board in 2018 as an ambassador and it has since grown hugely, huge, huge, huge is and their aim is simple and we want to inspire as many people as possible to live a healthy life and to practice yoga because those who stick with regular yoga practice report themselves to be happier and healthier in life and like I am I love all these products so so much they are just so lovely and yes I am happy and healthy in my life <laughs> So we find inspiration to our products from all of yogis around the world by building deep relationships within the yoga community and they have gained invaluable insights and understanding of quality and function of the yoga products to satisfy all needs and all kinds of levels of yoga practice. And in 2020, Veo Madra committed to take serious steps towards becoming a sustainable brand and as a result, they are now offering products made of recycled and other sustainable fabrics produced in the European Union manufacturer that complies with Greenpeace's environmental standards across the entire production chain isn't that amazing so go to feyamudra.com and use yogi gemma 15 for a 15 percent discount code at the checkout that's yogi gemma 15 for a 15 percent discount at the checkout and this yoga apparel brand is one of my favorites and they are so soft they're versatile and they last forever so yes go to veyamudra.com and use Yogi Gemma 15 for all of the 15% discount. And also when you have it, check out the hashtag Veyamudra Tribe on social media and, and, and check it out and, and go and see it all. There's so much on there. But yeah, go to Yogi Gemma 15 on the checkout and get 15% discount. That goes along with the moon and the moon cycle as well because I love oh. that kind of stuff. Oh, absolutely. It does, you know, and I'll notice too, or I'll have clients tell me it's like, oh gosh, you know, it's a full moon and yeah, just, it's full moon tonight, I, actually. 
<laughs> exactly. You know, and they'll say, you know, things like I'm not feeling my best, you know, I can tell that my, my cycle is off or I'm just, you know, really yeah. off center emotionally. And so absolutely, we are so affected by moon cycles We're affected by everyday interactions too, especially, you know, if you're empathic or you have some kind of highly sensitive nature, yeah. then you're absolutely going to take on more, right. In addition yeah. to that too. So yeah. that can be tough. Absolutely. The energy yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. And how does psychosynthesis, yeah. I can't even say the word, psychosynthesis, is that how you say it? Synthesis, psychosynthesis. It's like- <laughs> Psychosynthesis. I know it's one of those really hard words, right? <laughs> it's that, yes. I know. I first, I remember when I learned about it in graduate school and my master's in counseling psychology program. And yeah. I was like, oh my goodness, how am I going to learn this? This is pretty intense. <laughs> So yes, it's a psychosynthesis is the best way to put it. And uh, yeah, it's, it's really just this integration, as you mentioned earlier, you know, in in my bio, that's what I, I really try to do is to bring this mind, body, spirit integration, right? So that we are not so fragmented as human beings. And that's of therapy, which is, is not very well known, but it's more of a psycho-spiritual, you know, therapy and Yeah. And I also come from, you know, a place of internal family systems. So that's a a secondary, you know, model that I use as well. Okay. Yeah. uh, These two models um, really go well hand in hand together. And what I find with them is that we can just go deeper into the subconscious. These were really the launching pad therapies that helped me to go even further in yes. my work with clients and I've incorporated an even deeper spiritual perspective into the trauma healing journey. So what I've done is I've you know added in the Akashic records, which are basically it's all of our soul's records in one place and it's wow. all within us. Yes, it's a beautiful, you know, compilation of everything that's ever happened. Yeah, because I've never heard of it before. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's incredible. Yes. It's, there's so much to say about it, but I can just, I guess I can just, you know, go with the basics here just to keep it really simple because it can be pretty, you know, profound, but there is, you know, some, some deep things you can do in the Akashic records. And this is really just the fifth dimensional state of awareness within ourselves. And it's the, the place of love. And in this, in the, our Akashic records, we can understand our life path, our life purpose. We can, yes, we can understand the karma from the past, any past life influences. And in this situation, and in the reason why I bring the Akashic records to trauma healing is because it it is the dimension of love and it can help us to rewrite our stories of the past and completely change the way that we are now experiencing them in the present. So yes. Oh my goodness. It's just such a beautiful experience. And actually, you know, this evening I am going to be teaching, I have an awakened living community program where Yes, I help women heal in this direct way. And tonight I'm going to be teaching again on that. And every week I go, you know, live in this community group. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, and these women, they get to experience their Akashic records while healing their inner child wounds and these subpersonalities that are showing up for that. That sounds amazing. Really just interesting, actually. Really interesting. Is that kind of something when... Like when I, I don't know, I'm really interested in the world wars and then I'm also interested in 1920s for some bizarre reason. And then I'm also interested in like 17, 1800s. So uh-huh. does that yeah. mean that 
that my soul at some point was in those kind of times as well. And now I'm reliving another life. Yes, absolutely. That is, well, 100% from my experience anyway, I can speak from there that that has been what I've discovered in my Akashic records and in my students, you know, records as well, when I've done readings in the past. And now I'm more of a teacher of the records instead of a reader of the records. But what I find, yes. And it's so funny you say that because I'm also really connected to the 17 and 1800s as well. (laughs) And I'm always thinking I've got to watch movies from that time frame. Yes. Yeah, we do. So much fun. I know. And it's interesting when you go into the Akashic records, you can actually see your past lifetimes. And wow. what's so cool about this, yes, is not only healing our past lifetimes, but how that connects to here and now, right? And how we're affected yeah. in the present by our, you know, emotional wounds or by the things that are that we're still struggling with in okay. you know, our experience. And, and so the karma is something we can heal. And of course we can heal present day things as well. And the Akashic records. So it's just a great, you know, experience to get to know, talk about spirit guides, right? Like we call them beings in the records, but I just, I get to talk about it. I love it. It's just such a fun experience. And also, you know, it's, I've noticed that it creates a permanent level of healing for inner child and and for trauma. So I'm just blessed to be able to share it. Yeah, that's amazing. And with one awakening, how does that work? Is that like a one-to-one or is that the group coaching like you were saying? Yeah, that's a really good question. So one awakening is my business and within my business, I do have, you know, other courses that I offer, but one of the major ones right now is the Awaken Living Community, which is a coaching program and it's a small program. So, you know, it's, it's basically a little, you know, short application process and it's for women who want to deepen their spiritual awakening and also want to heal their inner child wounds. And of course, if they're interested in the Akashic records, that's, yeah huge plus in this process, because that's a lot of the work that we're doing. And, you know, we're working one-to-one as well, you know, in in some, some situations, depending on, you know, the the package option that the person chooses, but overall we're coming together as a group and it's just amazing to see the energies that are transforming, you know, from one session it just warms my heart to think about it. And I just love to see, you know, the, the transformation, the way that people are shifting their, yeah. their yeah. total yeah. You know, environment within themselves. So it's, oh, it's very, that sounds amazing. And with like our inner child, a lot of people would just say, Oh, like if I've got two children and I'll always mess around at the park or whenever we go to the park and I'm always climbing and, and doing stuff with them or just messing around on all the play equipment. And and most parents don't do that, but I, I don't care. It doesn't bother me at all. And I'd much rather have fun at the park than just standing around. So is that my inner child coming out? I just want to have fun all the time. Yes, that is your inner child. And it's so funny. You sound so much like me as well. <laughs> you no, know, I'll, I'll see the playground. That's I'm like, good. I'm going to play on the swing set. I don't care what anyone thinks. Yeah. You know, it's so fun sometimes just to let that little, that little girl out, right? Or that inner child out, because that makes such a big difference in your mood. Yes. And of course, connection with your children as well, yeah. right? And then they can see, oh, it's, you know, it's, it's okay to it's be normal. myself. Yeah. Yeah. Normal. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's a good teaching. Oh, that's so good. Yes. Yeah. And where can we find you? What's your website and um, any uh, social medias and things like that? 
I'll put them all on the on the show notes anyway, so that's fine. Oh, perfect. Yes. So my website is one. So it's one-awakening.com. And that's where you can find out more about the Awakened Living community as well. And I'm also on Facebook and I do have a, a group there where I go live. So you can, you know, hear these teachings about the Akashic Records, about your inner child and so much more there in my Facebook group. I'm also on YouTube. And so all these different places, you'll see me regularly. And as far as another, oh, another thing I wanted to offer, I have a complimentary spiritual awakening guidebook that I'd love to offer to listeners. And this is just a, it's so it's a download to help them navigate the spiritual awakening journey and understand a bit more about how their inner child is connected to that as well. Yeah, that's amazing because I read it the other day and it is so good. It is really, really good. Yes, go and download it because it's amazing. I'll put it on the show notes, so it's fine. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much. Yes, it's it's something that has taken a while to come to understand, you know, what are the phases of awakening that we go through? So yeah. I wanted to make it really succinct and really simple and very digestible for people. So that's all there. And it also comes with the journal as well to actually yes. move through this process. So yes, thank you for oh, sharing. That. I love it. Thank you. And what two things can people take away from this conversation, like to sum it up? Yeah. The two things, the two main things. The two main things. So I would say number one is that if, even if you you know don't identify with trauma or, you know, any, anything like that, that we all have an inner child, first of all, and that second, you know, a second thing that maybe we can, you know, sum it up with is that healing is unique and it is possible no matter where you are on your journey and that you're not alone as you yes. go through your healing process. So yeah. I would say that sums up a lot of what we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. That really does. Oh, thank you. Oh, it's been amazing. I've learned so much. Oh my goodness. Me too. Thank you so much for this amazing opportunity to connect with you in this way. And right. it's just been a real pleasure. Yeah, it's been really, really good. And something that I'm getting more into as well. And it's really nice to find the same kind of people that are into all this, because I think a lot of people just that aren't into it because of the way we've been brought up or just yeah things like that I suppose yeah just social what we went what we were saying earlier that yeah a lot more people now are trying to be spiritual or more spiritual exactly yes oh there's a huge need for it right now and I think yes. it's so incredible to see how many people are stepping into their higher selves right and understanding yeah. more about who they are yes yeah it's gonna yeah sure Definitely. Yes. Oh, thank you for coming on. But yes, we'll definitely catch up soon again. Definitely. Yeah, sounds great. Thank you again. Thank you. Oh, so as always, I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. So please leave a comment or tag me on social media using at Yogi Gemma. I'm always so grateful to hear your thoughts. And thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode. I will be back next week with another one, another fun episode for you guys to listen to. And also please leave a review on iTunes or like and subscribe to this podcast because it really means the world to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And I will see you very soon. Music